Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Bullies by Charles Mills. Hey, stupid, come here. The words blared from a boy I figured to be at least two years older than I was. I said, come here, he repeated. I looked around for a place to run, but a fence blocked my escape. Beside me was a deep ditch with muddy water lining its base. There was no way out. He looks scared, another boy jeered as he joined the first. He probably wants his mommy. That would be nice, I silently agreed as I stood trying to decide what to do. The day had seemed so perfect. My dog and I had hiked to our favorite hill to enjoy the balmy afternoon. Birds sang merrily in the trees and flowers carpeted the meadows. I'd been so busy building a rock fort that I'd not heard the two boys approach. Now they stood about twenty feet away, arms folded over their chests, staring at me. "'What do you want?' I asked in a voice more concerned than calm. "'We want to beat you up,' came the matter-of-fact reply. "'Oh, brother, I was in for it now. What was it with me, anyway?' I seemed to attract bullies with painful regularity. Maybe it was my freckles, or maybe my big ears made me an easy mark for every overactive thyroid gland in the neighborhood. Whatever the reason, bullies considered me a pleasing alternative to a punching bag. "'You'd better leave me alone,' I called, stalling for time. "'I don't want to have to sick my dog on you.' The boy stiffened. "'Dog? What dog?' That one there, I responded, pointing in the direction of my furry companion. He'll bite your leg off. The dog was standing up on the hillside smelling a flower. He did that a lot. Daisies were his favorite. That's going to bite my leg off? The biggest boy questioned with a nervous laugh. He's just a stupid mutt. I'll bet he can't even bite his own leg. Just don't make me call him, I warned. You'll be sorry. You're bluffing, the boy retorted. I don't believe you. They started toward me. Toodles, I shouted. The boy stopped. Toodles? The biggest bully's face registered disbelief. His name is Toodles? What kind of stupid name is that for a dog? He's known as Toodles the Terrible. I furrowed my brow and tried to look menacing. Sometimes he loses control of himself and, well, you don't want to be around when that happens. You're crazy, the boy blurted. Let's see how terrible this dog is. The two advanced toward me again, their eyes on the dog. Don't say I didn't warn you, I declared, crossing my fingers. Toodles, attack! The dog spun around, teeth bared, a deep growl echoing from his throat. My mouth dropped open. Clearly this was a miracle. I could handle that. Toodles, I repeated, playing along with this surprising turn of events. Attack, now! The dog raced straight at the bullies, who stood frozen in horror. I watched him come. My hero. He was actually going to rescue me. I felt hope. I felt pride. I felt in big trouble. Tootle sped right past the boys and streaked across the meadow. A rabbit broke from its cover and rocketed along in front of the panting dog. They disappeared together over the crest of a small hill. The bullies were not amused. Ha! I told you your dog was just a stupid mutt, the biggest one taunted. Now, I believe we have some unfinished business. They came at me, fists clenched. I knew this was going to hurt. But wait, one thing victims of bullies know how to do is fall. I glanced down into the deep ditch beside me. Yes, I could survive it. It wouldn't be fun. 
but I could survive. The two boys reached me at the same time. I felt a hand push hard against my shoulder. Turning, I let out a blood-curdling scream and launched myself headlong down the side of the ditch, landing in the muddy waters. There I lay, silent, unmoving, totally devoid of any sign of life. The boys gasped. "'You killed him!' one said in a hoarse whisper. "'I think you killed him!' "'Hey, I didn't push him,' retorted the other. "'You did!' "'I did not! You pushed him! "'Liar, it was you!' There was silence as they studied my twisted, broken form. Let's get out of here. I heard their footsteps moving away, down the path, into the grove of trees. Every once in a while, one would call the other a stupid this or a stupid that. Soon, all was quiet. The only sound I could hear was my beating heart. I'm not sure how long I lay there. I didn't want to take a chance just in case the bullies returned. Suddenly, something landed hard on my back. I held my breath. Was I going to die at the bottom of this wet, dirty ditch after all? A cold nose brushed against my ear and a warm tongue slurped along my muddy cheek. Tootles, my hero, my rescuer, my faithful companion, had returned. I flipped over on my back and the dog immediately pounced onto my chest, tail wagging, ears forward, ready to play. Tootles, I sighed, where were you when I needed you? The dog tilted his head to one side. I stroked his neck with muddy fingers. Oh, never mind. You're no hairy Rambo, that's for sure. You're just a little dog who likes to smell flowers and chase rabbits and sleep long hours under shade trees. That's not so bad, I guess. I scratched the top of his head. The dog pranced over to a nearby bush and returned with a long stick held tightly between his teeth. Dropping it at my side, he sat down and waited, staring at me with hopeful eyes. Tootles, you see this? I balanced the stick on my open palm. This is every bully I've ever known or ever will know. This is guys with ego problems who like to beat up on helpless people with freckles and big ears. With a heave, I tossed the stick out of the ditch. Now, you mighty dog, you brave hero, you vicious mongrel, attack! In an instant, Tootles was over the lip of the ditch, his feet a blur, ears back, teeth bared, racing in the direction the stick had flown. I smiled. A fellow should take into account what a friend is capable of before he asks him to obey a command. One thing I knew for sure, that stick was dead meat. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.